Uh, can you still hear me, Kyle? Yes. Yes, I can hear you. Sweet. Um, have you been always an SEO? Like, um, have you tried any other uh, areas of the uh, digital marketing space? Well, uh, within the agency, we do um, we do PPC, so Facebook and uh, AdWords primarily. Uh, we dabble in, in, in CRO, but I, I would be hesitant to call us ourselves a, a CRO type company. But obviously, those things go hand in hand when you can make recommendations. Like, you know, it would be better if you had a, a button here that <laughs> you know, someone could click. Uh, more common sense CRO than um, uh, real CROs. There are times when we will consult with other people to um, to do CRO audits and stuff like that. Sweet. But th those are the, the main things that we do. That's awesome. I mean, um, you know, I would like to to ask you what would how would you define a, an SEO person? Because I've seen uh, I see this a lot on Facebook and other places. You know, people will ask uh, about uh, training about SEO about uh, um, and and they'll have this idea that an SEO it's it's an affiliate marketer or it's it's uh, something else. How how do you define a, a, an SEO? What 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 an SEO does? Well. Um, and SEO increases uh, uh, impressions and clicks for a website, essentially um, improves the traffic coming to the site is really what an SEO does. And, and typically uh, in what we would consider organic traffic, traffic that isn't necessarily paid for by an ad. Right. Um, uh, that, that would be what an SEO is. And to be an SEO, is, I mean, the thing is, it's a very low bar of, of entry, which is why I think a lot of people give it a shot. <laughs> so a lot of people do. You know, I mean, you literally just one day you wake up and decide, well, I guess I'm an SEO. And <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you start optimizing, I guess, one website, that's probably, you know, I guess you can call yourself that. But something that um, I was kind of thinking about would be like the stages of, of validity, um, you know, uh, getting a, a site onto page one, All right. uh, getting a paying client that, uh, you're not related to, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, getting to the point that, um, you know, it, it's, it's usually easy to get that first client, you know, because it's somebody that, you know, you're, you're working for, um, you know, your mother's shop, <laughs> you know, your dad's, whatever, your cousins, this or that, or a very close friend works in something. And then that's how you get your first job or, or client or two or three or four, but, um, getting the, the client at arm's length, is probably a better definition of actually somebody that is an SEO because then somebody else is paying you, like somebody that you don't have that connection with. Right. And I think you can also look at um, when you aren't depend upon uh, the monthly revenue where you can pay yourself a salary. Uh, then I think that's another level of validity that you are a professional SEO. So it kind of takes it from uh, side hustle or well-paying hobby to actual professional environment because you're now salaried. Right. Um, so those are kind of, so, I mean, anybody can be an SEO and anybody can walk in, but I think the measures of success are, uh, or is, is the point of that you have clients that you've never met other than they're coming to you to get these services. And then you're at a point where you're not month to month with those clients. Right. I, I see what you mean. It's and, and the reason I'm asking is because uh, many people are confused about what SEO is. You know, it's it's uh, just like you were saying, you know, just because I know how to optimize a, a page or website uh, and maybe I got lucky with it. 
um, then that makes me an SEO. And now I start, I can start charging people uh, for services. And that's when shit happens, right? <laughs> that's when people tanks uh, people's businesses and uh, everything goes to shit. And, and they should not do that. You know, if that that's that, that's the reason I'm asking what an SEO is and uh, how you would you define an SEO. Um, do you think that an SEO should have like more skills or just knowing, you know, where to optimize, where to put your keywords and all that stuff? Do you think that having more skills and what skills, uh, if, if you can say what skills um, would make a better, a good SEO? Well, I'm not a good coder. Uh, I'm not great at coding at all. And I, I um, don't, I'm not proficient at any particular type of code, but I think I know what most codes can do. Right. And, uh, and I, I can understand where their limits are, what they're able to accomplish. And then I can also read HTML and I'm, that's, that's very easy to do. I don't really feel comfortable sitting down and writing an entire page in HTML, but I could, if I had to, I guess, <laughs> with a, with a gun to my head. But really the idea is that I, I can identify what is a script on a page I can identify. Um, and what those scripts do, I can identify that kind of uh, information. I think if you have that type of knowledge, you can be successful. Because then you can surround yourself with people that can do those things when you need them. You know, when you understand what is needed, then you can be like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this personally, but I, I have somebody that can, that can do it and, and, and do it correctly. But you have the, enough knowledge to then be able to check the work. Right. So I would, I would say that having an understanding of code would be great and not necessarily that you have to be able to do the code yourself. Um, the other things, you know, uh, SEOs and, and marketers, the ones that are most successful are problem solvers. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you look at a, a, a scenario like we are here and we need to get there and then you need to be able to problem solve how to get to that point and need to be organized enough to get it done. So uh, problem solving skills, analytical skills to be able to look at um, the situation, but then also organizational skills. Uh, most people are not organized in their daily life. I, <laughs> I'm not very organized. I know. Well, but I have systems in place so that I'm organized in my professional life where we can get projects done. Uh, and there's a, a lot of accountability and a lot of transparency. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people get upset with SEOs because they, um, they don't know what they're doing. Like the, 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 the client, for example, can't see what the person is doing. And what I've often found in those situations is because the person might not be doing anything. Right. You know, and, and, um, being able to show your work in a, in a, in a methodical way and in a thought, in a way that it's all processed out. Um, is, is, a, is a skill that you should have if you want to dive into this. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, there's, uh, there's uh, skills like, uh, you know, um, uh, how to, uh, you know, talk to people, how to communicate with the clients if you're going to have clients, right? Uh, and uh, many, people sure. are, many people are not good at that. And, and then you might wonder why my client ditched me or something is because you you don't have the skill to communicate properly what you're doing or or maybe you're just a bad ICO. <laughs> um with um yeah with my account managers something that I always tell them is that the email I never want to see from the client is um I don't know what we're doing. I don't right. know where we're at with this. They should never send that email because we should be communicating with them uh so much that you know what's going on and, and and of course we fail you know for sure we, we get that from time to time but 
And that's what we're, that's what we're striving for is that the, the client will never sit there and be like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know where we are with these things. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where my money is going. That's really what they're saying. What am I paying for? Exactly. And um, they need to be able to see what they're actually paying for. Please tell me um, what were uh, the one or three, one, two or three most important uh, things or decisions you took in your entrepreneurial journey since you've started that, you know, had huge impact in, in, in uh, taking you where you are now. Uh, for me, one of, the, one of the most important things was um, partnering with with Andrew, uh, with, with Andy. Andy, yeah. Uh, he has is the one that can handle the admin processes of running a company, right? Uh, which I'm not good at at all. Um, I'm good at finding SEO solutions and, and developing processes in that, you know, I, I actually, I'm good at figuring it out. And then Andy's good at putting it into a process um, and then figuring out how we can charge for it or what we should charge for it, what's appropriate. And um, so I think one of the most important things I did was identify somebody that I could work with that I'm compatible with that um, can help me be successful. I would not be, I wouldn't have the agency that I have. I wouldn't have Page Optimizer Pro. I wouldn't have any of these things if Andy wasn't involved. So that, to me, it was probably the best decision that I've made. It's, you know, it's probably the number one decision because <laughs> everything else comes from that, having having the relationship that I have with him. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, we we you can you keep hearing these uh, the most successful guys and you know these gurus out there, you know, speakers and all that, talking about surrounding yourself with with the right people, you know, the, with the positive attitude and uh, and uh, basically people that will help you succeed. And uh, it seems like in this case, uh, Andy uh, did exactly that. For sure. Um, let me know, you know, as as because uh, <laughs> now we're going to get into uh, uh, talking about Google a little bit. I hope they're not going to watch this uh, video. Uh, as as SEOs, uh, as marketers, uh, do you consider Google to be our friend? You know, like how much do you actually listen to what Google has to say about rankings, uh, and how much bullshit do you think they uh, they they how much they bullshitting us? Well, I've read through um, most of the big documents. You know, uh, I'm I'm surprised how many people haven't read through like the Webmaster guidelines. Mm -hmm. uh, I've read through those. I've read through the development docs um, that all relate to, to things uh, pertaining to rank. I've read all of them and I, and I refer to them often. Um, but then I take that information and then that's where a lot of my tests come from. You know, Google says, hey, it's advisable to do A, B and C. Well, let's go and figure that one out. And you can. So a, a really great starting point is the documents that they have produced, the Webmaster guidelines, the um, the developer, the developer uh, uh, resources, as well as also like the quality rater guidelines and stuff like that. You should read that uh, and you should be familiar with it. You should be familiar with what they're saying and then you should test it all. Some of it is good. Some of it really isn't. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of what it comes down to it. Like some of it just is not right. Um, and maybe the person that wrote it thinks it's right or maybe it was right at some point in time, but you can see that it's not right now. Right. And uh, those are things then that you can start to uh, establish a framework or build a foundation on how you will do your SEO. Start with those technical things. Start with the things that they recommend that you know work. 
and then you uh, can get a very solid foundation for your SEO wherever you're at and, and grow yourself from there. Right, and, and then is when uh, testing comes into play, right? Yeah. Um, you, what, should, uh, you should never test on, on, a, on a site you care about. All and right. You should be caring a lot. <laughs> That's extremely important, sites, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking so about try things out. On, on sites. Sorry. Yeah, no, go on, sorry. No, no, I'm good. No, I was, I was um, about to ask you now about uh, what can you tell me about, you know, since we're talking about testing now and uh, sites and all that, what can you tell me about uh, the website that you built um, uh, just for fun, you know, like I was saying at the beginning, uh, built in Lorraine Ipsum? So that was um, a competition that was held by SEO Signals Lab. They're a, they're a Facebook group. They have... It's a very big group, very active group. I think they've got 55,000 uh, members right now. It's a great group, yes. Yeah, it's a fantastic resource. And they decided to put on an SEO competition uh, to rank for the term rhinoplasty Plano. Uh, Plano is right is a city right, side, right outside of Dallas, Texas, and Plano or, uh, rhinoplasty is a, is a note job. And the competition was you had 30 days, uh, you had to use a brand new domain, you can do whatever you want to do to 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 the site, and um, you can't spend more than a thousand dollars. That's the was the mark. So uh, I decided to enter, and twenty seven other uh, SEOs entered as well. And at the end of the thirty days, I, I technically took fifth in, in the competition. But about two three weeks later, about two weeks later, um, my site went uh, up to number one or on the first page of Google and then up to number one uh, in the organic results and it hit number one in the maps. And then, as you mentioned, for a little while, it actually killed the maps and I was the knowledge panel. So um, my site was rhinoplasty plano for a stretch of time, <laughs> which is pretty fun. But then, as you mentioned, the punchline is that I built the site, I, I wrote it in Lorem Ipsum. And what I did is I figured out the math for how many times I need to get rhinoplasty plano, uh, its variations and contextual terms on the page. And I copied and pasted those terms um, into the different factor areas on the page. So I did the math and then I, I, I put it in and then I built a silo for the site. So I had seven silo pages and they all interlinked with each other and linked up to the target page. They also were written in Lorem Ipsum. The only English on those pages were the, the title, you know, and it's kind of like um, how much does rhinoplasty cost? Mm -hmm. uh, does it those job hurt? That kind of thing. I linked all that in. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun um, to do, and then um, uh, Search Engine Journal wrote an article about it um, a few months afterwards, and uh, <laughs> they for some reason decided not to contact me um, about it. And in the original version of it, they put uh, not only the site but they also put my name in the article. Crap! And yeah, it was wildly unprofessional. Um, especially for a, a, a organization that puts um, journalism in their title. Um, but six hours later, the site was de-indexed. And then that night, <laughs> from about 1.15 a.m. to 1.27 a.m., Google de-indexed 20 of my test sites. And those test sites had nothing to do with the original site. They weren't linking in. They weren't involved in it. They were just taken down. Uh, which was, <laughs> that was that was less than fun. But hang um, on, Kyle. Hang on a second. Let me ask you this: Doesn't 
people say that Google rewards awesome content and they're going to reward you if you write awesome content and beautiful content and all that? That's right. So <laughs> the thing is, though, um, you know, the article actually said that I think the tone was that I did this to make fun of Google. And actually, that's not true at all. Um, I did this to make fun of SEOs mm -hmm. that, that say those types of things that all you need to do is write good content and you'll be rewarded. And it's it, that's not possible because Google is not a human being. Google isn't making a value judgment as to what good content Google is evaluating it based on an algorithm. An algorithm is math. So if you give the algorithm the math that it wants, you can then rank very well. Um, you should write good content. That, that's also not the point. Like you, you shouldn't be running out and making Laura Mipsum websites. That's, <laughs> that's not the, that wasn't the purpose of the exercise either. It was that you should be writing great content, but then you should be mindful that um, really you have two audiences. You have Google that you need to give the math to, and then you have your users that you need to give that good content to so that they um, consume it and, and take the actions that you would like them to take. Right. Uh, yeah. The, the other funny thing that then came out of that was, uh, well, two things. One, I did a reconsideration request, <laughs> um, which was really funny. Uh, and um, I did it three times and it was denied each time. And on, on the, the last time that I did it, and then I did this for one of the test sites. The last time I did it, I had taken the entire site down. Oh, wow. And I just had one page on there and I just kind of stream of consciousness typed on the page. Um, this is my website. This is completely unique content because I'm thinking, I'm typing as I'm thinking it, you know, this can't be spam. And that was also rejected. And <laughs> they just knew your name and they said, well, listen, I, I know you, Kyle. So stop bullshitting me because uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to consider your request. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> it was completely validating. Uh, because that told me that this was punitive. You know, right. this wasn't that they were actually saying that the site was bad. They were actually going after me personally. Mm -hmm. And uh, if what I had done was incorrect, if I if if what I'd done, if I just gotten lucky, Google would have rolled their eyes and moved on. Right. But I um, doing what they did, they completely validated uh, the entire site, the the entire exercise, and, and what I was saying about um, how the algorithm works and. Um, the, the kind of the funny joke that went around. So Google slaps people down from time to time, but it's always link builders. Mm -hmm. You know, they're doing something dirty with the giant PBM network or something like that. And so the joke that goes going around is that I'm the first person that's ever been um, attacked by Google just for doing good on page. <laughs> it's because the problem was, Kyle, I believe it was because um, obviously there's been they they've been exposed, and because uh, these guys at um, uh, who was it? Roger Monty, right? That's right. Uh, he took that uh, article and made it public, and obviously they have a big audience, and people then started to share it all over the place. And Google went, "Oh my goodness, no! These people now they're gonna know that uh, our our algorithm is not actually that smart <laughs> to find out what yeah. I mean. It's this is Latin, or this is English, or this is what this is." So. Uh, this that was a, a really awesome, uh, obviously, uh, test, and um, uh, I always say this to people when they ask me, uh, "Well, how much, how great my content should be?" Of course, you want to have your content to be great for the user, uh, because once someone lands on your page, well, you want them, you want them to, uh, you know, you you might sell something, so you want them to buy from you, of course. <laughs> 
But for you so to you rank, them to come, you want them to come back, right? Exactly. Yeah, so as well. It should, as it well. Be yeah. Very good content. <laughs> but uh, uh, the the great thing that uh, I've learned from you and from this test is um, that just make a website. You know, put it out there. Throw some content on it. Don't make. Uh, don't necessarily. Uh, you know, try to make it a BBC quality, as I like to call it, uh, and throw it out there and see what happens. And and but make sure it's optimized according to, you know, uh, what Kyle uh, Kyle and uh, the IMG community teaches. And um, if you do that, you know, you come back for uh, to it in two months, three months, and see what happens. And then you can go back and make CRO uh, on the on the site. And make sure uh, you make it, uh, you optimize it in order to sell something. <laughs> That's right. Um, I want to um, uh, talk a little bit now about uh, how how do you do uh, SEO tests? Because, um, of course, as much as you can share, of course, uh, you, you, there's some secrets that you don't want to share, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, just a little <laughs> bit for secret. people who, who wants to understand a little bit more uh, how can you do tests on, on, uh, on Google algorithm and what's kind of the meta methodology 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 <laughs> sure the the idea is that um, the the simplest way to do it uh, and how I set them up and there are um, several very valid ways to set up tests but how I like to do it is I'll create five pages that are identical and then put them into the index. And then I will change thing something on the page that's in the number three spot. That's a little arbitrary. You don't really necessarily need to do that. Mm -hmm. But I'll change one thing on that page. And then I'll watch if that page moves up or if it moves down or if it doesn't move at all. And the idea is if it moves up, that's a, that's a, a positive factor. Down is a negative factor. No movement it means it's not anything. And then you need to replicate it. You probably need to replicate it at a minimum three times where it, is, it depends on the what you're really going after, but five is a good number, six is a good number. Because right. if you've got the same outcome five or six times in a row, the probability of it not being a factor is reduced to um, inside of what is reasonable for 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 a test. Right. So that's, that's kind of the, the basic idea of it. identical pages, change one thing on one page and then see what happens. That's it. Sounds very easy, but I guarantee that if you it's not easy at all to I do mean, it, it's, it's yeah. There is a little more to it in terms because like the understanding the concept is one thing, the doing is a, is another. Exactly. Yeah. What you end up doing is messing up a lot of tests. Because I know, what I you'll mean, find out is you realize you test you didn't test the right thing, or you, you accidentally tested something else. It's it's I know I know it takes a lot of time. I've uh, I've um, I've set up my first test for IMG yesterday with uh, a little bit of help from Lee. So Perfect. it took me about six, seven hours. Hang on everybody, seven hours to put together a, a, a test. And it's not, it's not complicated, the test that I'm doing. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to share it in IMG, I believe, um, once I have more data, but seven hours. I mean, that's why I was talking to Lee as well, you know, uh, that's why people pay for this kind of information because it takes so much, it takes so much resources uh, to put together and then the knowledge you get from them, it's actually amazing and, and it's definitely worth uh, paying for. 
Um, the, the, the knowledge you get as well from the not only the wins but the losses mm -hmm. where, where things went wrong is where often you really start to learn how the algorithm works especially if you're like oh this has to work and they do it and it doesn't then you have to start to think about why didn't it work and that often leads to um, more testing but then also leads to discovery sure um, um, so um, did you use the testing tool uh, no I've, I've just set up everything by by hand uh, it was okay. It was a night a nightmare in the sense that I I I I don't have experience setting them up and uh, mm. you know buying the domains, uh, pointing the domains to the, the servers, create the content, make sure that I'm not messing up like you were saying now. Make sure that you have the right things in the right places. Otherwise, uh, it's just going to be a useless test. So you you just gonna mm -hmm. you spend seven hours for the uh, for nothing, <laughs> um, but I haven't get to use uh, the tool yet. Um, that that would be awesome to to do in the future. Um, yeah, you should check it out. So the tool will set up a test slightly differently, mm -hmm. um, and it's going to give you correlation probability numbers, which are really fun to to look <laughs> at. But um, something that we have within IMG, if you if people are interested in testing, um, so I like the way that you do it because that's that's how I personally do all of mine. But the, the tool is also really nice, though, because it, it fast tracks a lot of tests. Sweet, uh, sweet. And it does fast track a lot of setup. So I, I like the idea of doing your first one by hand and then try the tool. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it's great for you to, to get an understanding first, right? The basics. And, and, exactly. and then, then you can uh, use tools to speed up things. That, that would be awesome to, to do in the future. Um, by the way, since we're talking about, uh, let me just quickly share my uh, screen here. Since we're talking about, um, uh, testing and, and IMG um, for everybody who doesn't know uh, IMG uh, that's internet marketing gold uh, do you want to talk a little bit about what this is I have sure, it on this the screen a, I like to so this, this came out of um, uh, support uh, Skype support that uh, Ted Kabitis and I were running so Ted um, is the creator of Cora SEO software, and that's the second card that you can see. And then I'm I'm one of the co-creators of Page Optimizer Pro. Mm -hmm. And uh, we we're running joint Skype support. Uh, is kind of how we're doing it. And that that capped out that caps out at 599, and, and it did so in like two weeks. Um, so we decided to put this together to continue that support. But then what we realized is a lot of the support that people have are just kind of SEO and marketing type of questions. And so, um, yeah, so you can come in here, uh, you can post questions in the different areas, you can ask uh, about this or that, you can answer some questions if you know the answer, get involved in the discussion. Yeah. And um, we also have the group chat too on the, on the, uh, on the left, uh, in the, the, at the bottom, kind of down a little bit. Uh, if, it, if it loads, oh, sorry. <laughs> your connection yeah. is unstable. The, so, um, uh, so, like, so for example, like we've got going on here. So there's paid area. The paid area has a few premium tools as to where you were, but you can see there's a ton of here in the free section where for um in the paid area there's a, there's a few more um, bells and whistles. But I think you also saw you're in a, one of the mastermind groups too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so that, I mean, it, but the, the the it was sad that I can't be. Uh, well, at least when they set it up, I wasn't being able to make it to the uh, uh, at at the times that uh, they were. Uh, 
uh, ah. making the meetings because I was at work. Oh, uh, I see. But I mean, those are the things that are available so that you can get into masterminds, you can get into the tools. Um, some of the tools that we've got uh, are like an early warning system for updates. So that um, uh, like if you go to groups there and then the paid at the top. And then hit topics on the left. Oh Lord, it seems like I mean uh, I have my internet connected is from Philippines or something. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, go ahead and hit topics there on the left. Topics. Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't seem to load for some reason. Hmm. I think your internet is 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 decided not to work. <laughs> not today, buddy. <laughs> if you um, so that's a test right there actually. Uh, testing yeah. um page factors if you scroll down just a little bit it, within the speed um you can see, keep going a little bit we'll see some of the tools keep rolling keep rolling keep rolling keep rolling there you go so um those are like top 100 factors so that comes from uh Quora data and it pulls out um which are the top factors right now and that's across all keywords that are being ranked so you can see like Google has a uh, result has a published date keywords and the HTML tag term frequency. Those are the top factors. Um, so you can actually watch factors shift in real time. Um, whenever you're like, Hey, we might be stuck a little bit. What's going on. That, that's a, that's something to look at. Um, yeah. Below that, the, the beer, the beer 30 scientific roundup is where we talk about the tests and we use a platform, uh, so like, you know, events.internetmarketing.gold, we can actually have a conversation like this uh, before and after we do networking. So you can meet the people that are running the test. You can meet me, you can meet Ted, you can meet others and, and ask us questions uh, just, uh, in a very relaxed kind of format. So it's <laughs> not just awesome. like kind of in a lot of groups, it's, it's a lot of like, you know, if you're in a Facebook group, that's all just text and typing. Um, you can actually meet people. And we do events where we do a bunch of events where you have access to both free and, and paid where you can... Um, where you can meet people, you can actually see, because, you know, digital marketing, as you know, can be a pretty lonely existence <laughs> where we're Indeed. trapped in houses. But um, no, so you can actually come in. Uh, uh, scroll down just a little bit, too, if you don't mind. Scroll down a bit, you say? Yeah, just a little bit more. Let's see if there's a... No, uh, maybe not. Uh, and now it's not loading anymore. <laughs> okay. That's all right. Uh, I was going to see if there was an early, early warning... Um, Oh yeah, the warning is pretty sweet. Uh, I, yeah. I was uh, I was about to ask you about that. This is one of the questions I have here. Like, people say that there's no way for us webmasters to know uh, what Google has changed in an update. Do you agree with that? I mean, I know of course the answer that we have a tool for that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the thing that's interesting about that is that um, the there we have. Two Two things. Uh, there's a there's like an HTML update uh, where you're on March 27th. Yeah. Um, trying to scroll. You more can more. definitely see. You can definitely track what happens in an update. Is it easy? No. Um, but is it possible? Yes. Um, identifying an update requires points of confirmation, and so something that we can confirm is we can look at and see uh, is there were the things going on ahead of that um, right and you, and you can you can get that movement then you can see if you were if you were impacted by it 
And then you can look at um, the weather tools. The weather tools look at things in reverse. And they often look at um, keyword shifts in reverse. So then that's post confirmation. So then you can actually see, um, you can confirm if an update actually happened if you were impacted by it. But then watching something like the factor shift. So that's across um, all um, sites. Right. You can do the same thing for yourself where you are monitoring those factors and you can see which factors actually shift, shifted for your particular keywords. Um, so then you can say like, oh, hey, actually, we have a decent enough idea of what happened. And then some of the weather tools do a pretty decent job, too, of looking at which niches um, mm -hmm. things moved a lot. And so then you can start to, you know, it, it's not perfect because we are dealing with something that we don't have direct access to. But there are a lot of indicators that you can pick up to, to figure out what might have gone. Sweet. Sweet. I mean, that that um, I remember that uh, that was the first uh, awesome thing about this new tool that uh, Ted, Ted created, right? The weather. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he predicted, or the tool predicted, the um, the uh, Google update yeah. like two days before, right? Or something like that. That's right, the January core update. I think they announced that on a Monday mm -hmm. um, is when Google made the official announcement, and we got notice of it the Friday before. I was badass. <laughs> Pretty amazing. And then um, there was a, a same level update happened. Um, I want to think it, I think it was the beginning of March. And it turns out that's when they did that giant sweep of GMBs. Oh, right. And they went yeah. through and, and knocked out millions and millions of uh, fake GMBs. But we got notice of that uh, about 24 hours before it started to happen. That's that's. I mean, I really liked uh, when when that happened, and I I was able there to uh, to be present and say, hey, look look at this. This is awesome. I mean, if if Ted keeps building tools, he probably buy. You know, he he will uh, probably figure out uh, Google secrets uh, algorithm. That's the idea, right? <laughs> that's the idea. <laughs> that's the whole idea. That's the whole idea. Uh, Kyle, let me take a little bit. Uh, let me take you to the comments a little bit. I mean. Uh, the 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 stream was a bit messed up and i really sorry everybody i'm recording this and i hope i put it uh, up on youtube with a better quality um but you know there's uh there's a few people here marty mcleod lee witcher is here as well uh i mean uh get fit with imb uh alex mugs what's going on brav dennis uh michaels is here as well and they have some questions you know there's um let me see a question here from uh, uh, from Muggs. Muggs says, Kyle, what do you show your client versus what do you sh uh, what you don't show your clients? Well, any technique, anything that we're going to do to a client site or could impact a client site, we're going to show them. Uh, we're, I'm not going to hide anything. Uh, mm -hmm. And they need to understand if there are risk levels involved. You know, uh, Google might not like this in the future. <laughs> Google might not like it now, um, you know, depending on, on, on the views of certain things, but you have to have those conversations with them. Mm -hmm. And then that's what I'm going to report. I'm going to tell them, hey, this is the plan. This is why we want to do this. This is what we think the outcome will be. And then you're gonna, I'm going to show them that, that we did it. One thing that I would mention, though, is that we really try to get away from focusing on individual keyword rankings uh, because they don't really tell you how you are actually doing. Uh, what we like to do is we like to focus in on, on page level performance and look at um, are the impressions for this page going up? Are this are the queries that it's ranking for going up, like the total batch? Uh, are the clicks for this page going up? Are the conversions going up? 
keywords are often are obviously part of that equation. But really, you want to look at, you know, that's getting all kinds of clicks and all kinds of conversions. But if you're only looking at, hey, we're stuck on page three for this one term, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you did the work that increased the page. You did the thing that, that what you were supposed to do, which is bring traffic to the page and get conversions. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, Avocat Tyron says, uh, do links in headers pass more juice than body content links while interlinking? Uh, so there is, uh, on, on times that I've tested things, it does seem that there are different sections on the page for links, that it's something in the header, maybe in the sidebar, in the footer, and then the body. Um, but not every website is consistent about how they identify those things, so I'm not entirely sure how Google is looking at it. But um, I can tell you, like, just uh, in a straight one-to-one, -one, links that are higher up on the page do seem to pass more juice on, mm -hmm. on some of the tests that I've run. I don't know if uh, because it's in the header it's at the very top that it would pass more i i'm inclined to think that it would not because right. headers are usually defined and i think those navigation links while they would pass some juice might would probably pass less than something within the body i see i see great stuff um uh, you know the the most people uh, following uh hasta la vista boss project uh, are people who are trying to build some kind of uh, um, uh, affiliate websites or Amazon affiliate websites and many questions I have uh, sure. on the Facebook groups uh, like for example uh, sh I mean and this question you can just answer yes or no or you know as as much as as, as detailed as you want Kyle um, so this question is uh, should I use pages or posts when you build a website it does not matter doesn't uh, matter. Uh, yeah, a page and a post are the same thing. Right. Cool. Um, how should I structure the URL, especially if you're building uh, silos? So, um, if you are doing something for organization purposes, if it makes sense to have a category in there, um, you know, some sort of category identifier and then the name of the page, I would only do that if it only makes sense uh, mm -hmm. from an organization perspective. When I'm building out my silos, I do them as virtual silos and I do it with links within the body. So I don't care where those pages are living. It doesn't matter at all. They could be um, anywhere on the site and, and I'm gonna link them in through a virtual silo. Something else to consider too is that your navigation is a fiction. You know, the, the dropdown that you have in, in, in the menu, um, it doesn't matter what the column that it's sitting in, you know, you can have you can customize those things. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to have a, a physical silo set up, although that's what like something like WordPress will push you into just by default. Uh, so you can make your headers that way, but you don't have to have that parent child for something to sit into a, into your navigation. So do the navigation for humans. So it's right. easy for them to get to your content or, or the areas of their site that you want them to get to, but then do your links how it is best for you uh, to keep them organized as well as then um, uh, to cluster them together. Right. Uh, that's that that makes sense. Uh, so, for example, um, I know that you do uh, what's what you call um, uh, what's the other one? The, the physical silo, and the other one is virtual, virtual silo. silo, right? So, in in a virtual silo uh, uh, type of structure, um, you don't really worry about how you structure the, structure the URL, right? 
That's correct. So just they, because they, so they all it, interlink right. in the body, right? So for that, you need to have like an awesome spreadsheet to know where and what is linking to, you know, because otherwise, not having a structure in the URL, you you probably uh, forget uh, where where things are linking to. Yeah, the organization part is the trickiest part of it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's many people as well asking, how should I name my categories? So if people uh, go ahead and build their websites um, using posts, and then obviously they want to have some categories on, uh, on those posts, they want to make it nice and organized, how does you name the, the categories? Um, uh, let me just put would, an example. You would have to name it as something. Oh, please, go ahead. Uh, so let's say you have a construction website. Uh, since I'm in construction, I can give that example. Uh, you, you have, then you have different tools, right, that you're going to talk about, that you're going to write about. Um, and you want to make nice categories for, I don't know, drills, uh, you know, saws and whatever you have. Should you name the categories uh, the name of the tool, for example? I think you would, you'd want to name it something that someone would search for. Okay. Um, that would be the most logical thing to do. Uh, uh, Ted Kabaitis has a great example of a site that he went into that had a category called Gifts and Delights. Oh. You know, what, what, what's a delight? <laughs> and nobody's, <laughs> nobody is searching for a delight. You know, and that's a, that's a missed opportunity on, on getting um, uh, traffic, you know, that you could gain or, or uh, enhancing a signal because you decided to get fancy with your category names. All right, so that's um, that's that's great. I mean, I I, ho I hope that answer some people's questions because uh, uh, you know there's a <laughs> there's a lot of uh, overthinking at the beginning when you start the website, especially when you start new in anything. You know, I I mm. remember it took me like bloody three weeks to decide for a domain name when I started my first website. <laughs> sure. So. Um, uh, you talk about you talk a lot about clusters uh, and I know you're not talking about clusters you talk about silos a, a lot and again one of the things that many people get confused about I I to be honest I never understood this until recently so what the hell is a cluster and what the hell is a silo is is that the same thing uh, I don't know how other people define it they <laughs> might they might call it you know clustering your your content, meaning probably interlinking would be my guess. Um, you know, you, you do want to keep the stuff that's related I think, together. Um, and how I do that is through links within the body. Because the idea is that you want Google to see like, okay, these things are, are related to each other. Mm -hmm. And then um, the things that I build out is supporting pieces of content. They all link up to the target. Right. Awesome stuff. Um... And uh, I want my links into to those pages rather than the target page. I see. I see. I see what you mean. Um, yes, because that that was uh, that was something that you know some people would say, no, I'm not going to build silos. I'm going to build clusters. So, so okay, but it might be the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Probably the same thing. Yeah, it's it's uh, the way I see it is um, uh, whatever it is topic. Uh, it's um, silos, clusters, or keyword clusters. I don't know. It, the way I see it is, you need to make sure that whatever the whatever you call it, make sure that it's topical, relevant, right? So, you know, yeah. have your top keyword here, and then try to uh, 
build, like Kyle was saying, build uh, supporting pages to this top page that you want to rank. So that that would be uh, a content cluster if you want, where you have, uh, let's say, you talk about drills. Well, you have cordless drills. You have uh, drills with uh, cord uh, corded drills, and you have many other stuff, right? Drills, beats, and whatever you have. So make yeah. sure it's it's about the same topic. Is that a right? Is that a correct way yeah, to look at it? Go about it. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Uh, let me see something from uh, again from YouTube. Uh, Avocat Tyrant says, uh, if Pop takes what the competitors competitors do on page and tells you how to improve your site based on averaging the competitors' ranking signals, then isn't your site just going to be similar to them? Pop doesn't do averages. Um, Pop does edge analysis. So what Pop is going to give you is going to be situations where you should probably have parity. You should probably do what they're doing. But they're going to be situations where you might want to do a little bit less depending on your situation and then times where you want to do a little bit more. Right, right. So Pop doesn't show averages. There's um, a lot more math that goes into it to, to give a, um, a competitive edge. Okay, and, and then a follow-up question. He says, uh, or he or she, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. Um, how can you outrank them by doing exactly what they're doing? Well, that's just it. You're not. Um, <laughs> so the the secret to rank is hiding it in plain sight. Google is showing you the sites that it likes. And it likes those, likes those sites for particular reasons. And the idea of what Pop does, it goes in to identify those reasons and then gives you um, uh, a roadmap to how you can do it uh, for that particular keyword and, and give Google the page that it wants to see. I see what you mean. Awesome. Um, Denise, uh, she asked uh, this question on Facebook, and I, say, I said to her, come on the live stream. Kali's going to be there. He's, he's, he might be able to give you an answer. Uh, she says that I had a question about episode 19 on uh, SEO Fight Club. Uh, about uh, the reverse silo. Uh, she sure. says, I don't link to or from the homepage. I don't have much content there. So how does that work? Um, hang on a second. So the question is she's not linking from the target page into the silo? I don't link to or from the homepage. I don't have much content there. So how does that work? Uh, well, so you, the the... The point of the silo is to be linking to pages or setting things up for pages that you want to rank. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I refer to them as target pages. Target page has a main keyword, and then that main keyword is going to have its secondary keywords and, and, and all that. And that's the page, though, that this is the page we're trying to get traffic to. You know, right. That's a target page. Yeah. Um, I'll, then I'll, I'll then build out a silo to support that page. So if, if you're not linking to or from the home page, then perhaps it's not a target page. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I answered her this question on Facebook, and she was saying that she, if she has like twenty target pages, uh, mm -hmm. should she link to all those twenty target pages from the homepage, or um, the way I said to her, I, I was suggesting to link to the most important ones, like the ones that mm -hmm. makes more money for her, maybe or something like that. Would you say that? Yeah, that's exactly. What I do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, within your your navigation, you're gonna have all those pages anyway. Uh, but then within the body of the of the target page, I would highlight my biggest earners or the ones that can bring me the most ROI. And um, she says, uh, explain more how the target page can function uh, 
on an affiliate site? Uh, can that be an info post and the product uh, of uh, of there? Uh, I'm not sure if that well, makes what, sense. What you want to do is you want to look at the page that Google is ranking. Mm -hmm. And that's the page then that should be your target page for that particular keyword or, or concept. Um, if Google's ranking articles and uh, there's no point in making the product your, your target page because Google won't rank it. Right. Um, and vice versa. You know, there's no point doing an article when Google wants to rank products or categories. So look at what Google wants to rank and then that should become your target page. Sweet. Sweet. And um, this is the last one from Michelle. Uh, for the supporting pages, can they link out to more than one target page? So there, there's different types of, of of content that you can put on your site and you can create posts that are very valuable and they link out to a lot of things. When I'm creating supporting pages, I'm doing it very consciously that this set is only going to support this target page. Mm -hmm. And that, that's what I'm trying to build out. So I try to be very strict about that so that they are only linking to each other and only linking to one target page. And then, so what I'm driving at though is that not everything on your site has to be a supporting page within a silo structure. And if they probably, you probably shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> you should have uh, supporting pages that are probably linking out to, or blog posts or whatever you'd like to call them that are linking out to several things because it makes sense to do that. And that's mm -hmm. good content for your users. That gives a good experience. It, it distributes link juice throughout your site. All good reasons to do that. But for things that I'm doing for the silo, I'm, I'm only, I'm really trying to be strict. It's only supporting <clears throat> this one. But. That's, that's great stuff, uh, Kyle. Uh, very much appreciated. Uh, I just want to say hello, Emilia Gardner. Uh, thanks for being here as well. Uh, Lee is saying, Lee Witcher, Kyle, Lee Witcher is saying, when can, where can I get a framed autograph picture of the final Rhinoplasty plane of rankings? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, um, I should make, like, you know, um, have you ever gone to, like, a Comic-Con and they have the people that are sitting there, like, signing their thing? It's like the guy <laughs> who's in the outfit or something like that. I should, I should totally do that. I should, I should have little uh, things I can sign them and hand them out and you can give them a picture. It's like $10 for the signature, 50 if you want a picture and the signature. It's a bonus. Uh, this, is a, this is a missed revenue opportunity for sure. Look, I, I want to uh, get your opinion on this um, T-shirt that I'm going to make for uh, uh, my Merch by Amazon uh, uh, T-shirt. What do you think about this, Kyle? <laughs> well, this I don't like to call people idiots, so maybe I would go a little softer on that. I but... soft on that. All right, I got you. That's that's good feedback there. <laughs> but um, I have to share this. Uh, I probably have to give Lee a percentage of uh, of the sales because uh, he came up with the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I give Lee nothing. Oh, give Lee. Nothing. <laughs> um, I think I have um, uh, all the questions here from the people answered um you know uh i have one more maybe if you want kyle how do you get the best keywords how do you decide what to target for an affiliate site for example to make it more specific um, so i put a little algorithm together that we use internally um but this is something that you can do and, and, and it, it basically looks at the amount of traffic that's available mm -hmm. i look at at um, uh, a difficulty score and you can use any tool that you like, any tool that you're comfortable with, you can factor that in. Um, and then I look at um, specifically from Majestic and, and other tools do this as well, but um, Title and Anchor. 
how many pages out there have the keyword in the title mm-hmm. and a backlink that contains the anchor text. Ooh. Um, and then from those things, uh, I'll, I'll, I've got a little formula to put together and then it kind of tells me what kind of opportunities we might be looking at. Um, and, and it gives me a score. So it kind of cuts through some of the noise. So, I, so it balances out the potential traffic versus how hard it might be uh, versus how many competitors uh, might be going for it. So that's, that's what I do. It's a little, it's, it's, it sounds a little complex, but it's really not too bad. You just take the, the, the take the data that you're already using it and then put it into a, a, a form where you can make it a percentage and then right. you can start to then make, you've got your own keyword evaluation tool. Right. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff, Kyle. Hey, I want to give you, um, I want to give you Ted and Clint a, uh, some credit publicly. Uh, if you remember when we used to have the uh, Pop and Cora um, group, uh, Skype group, um, I did post today something uh, uh, related to this. So last year, uh, because I'm so uh, active on Facebook, trying to help people, you know, asking questions myself and all that, I started to draw some attention from some people, good people, um, and they offered me a job as an SEO. Uh, and this all to the uh, skills and knowledge that I got from from you guys, from from you three, and from uh, other guys uh, in like Alex Muggs, for example, and other guys in yeah. the uh, IMG community. And uh, I just wanted to give this, uh, you know, shout out uh, public. Does, does that mean you're you're ending the 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 day job? Well, uh, it, it was almost there, but uh, at the time I. I I didn't. Um, I went through the, um, you know, through the uh, uh, interview, and the guys liked because I was talking about, uh, you know, pop and using pop scientifically, uh, you know, giving reasons to clients and why we make decisions based on data and not on, you know, unicorns, and um, <laughs> they liked it, but um, it wasn't right. Uh, it wasn't close to how much money I'm making from my cranes, and. Sure. And I have some debts, you know. If I wouldn't have debt like loans and credit cards and shit like that, I would have taken the job like on the spot. I but, understand. No, I completely understand. You have to do what's right, you know. You have to. I do mean, right I have you. a family. I have kids. If I would be just by myself again, I would. I'll probably not living in London anyway. I would probably be somewhere in Thailand or somewhere. <laughs> well, you know, you could probably save three, three to four thousand a month instantly on a move to Thailand. Oh yeah. Oh, how about that? I mean. Uh, I know you're going to move to uh, Thailand, right? So far, the plan is still on. Uh-huh. Uh, the plan be there the first week of July. So we're hoping that the borders open up and things um, get closer to normal. That's can, awesome. So you guys really, really, really want to make Chiang Mai the SEO capital of the world. Is that is that the plan? Yeah, <laughs> that is the plan. There's so many great SEOs that are there, so many great digital marketers. It's a, it's a good spot to be in. And Thailand is beautiful and um great food and nice people and awesome awesome to be awesome stuff kyle um i think i'm gonna wrap it up here buddy we just one hour almost one hour i really 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 appreciate your time uh it was awesome to have you here Uh, it was really sad about the i'm sad about the connection uh maybe sometime in the future if you want uh you know have you back on and make a I'll better come back anytime you want anytime you want uh, i love you for that thank you very much um all right thanks everybody for joining uh us today here on the uh 
this awesome hangout with Kyle Roof. I hope we answered all your questions. Um, if not, you know, uh, join IMG. Uh, that's Internet Marketing Gold. I'll leave a link in the description. That's where you're going to find Kyle most of the times. And he answered questions. That's, that's the most amazing thing, that a, a guy as busy as Kyle and as experienced as Kyle, uh, plus all the other guys um, that are so knowledgeable like Kyle, like um, many, many, many people in there. Uh, that can answer your questions and give you, uh, you know, uh, some a hand with you're your, in there. Yeah, you're there. <laughs> you answer. Get in there. Get in there. Um, so, thanks for watching. Gives us a thumbs up. You know, share this with your friends and uh, don't forget to subscribe to Hasta La Vista Boss channel. Thanks for watching and stay focused because we're going to get rid of that boss. All right. See you uh, when I see you. <laughs>